Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just Flow With It. I am your host, Mary Bayarta. If you are just joining us today, welcome. So happy to have you here. And if you've been tuning in for a while, you are the best. I'm so grateful to keep having your presence here on the podcast. Um, as you know, this is a space where we inspire each other to live and flow with our authentic selves. And today I am super excited to have such a dynamic, powerful guest. Her name is Ronnie M. Salazar. I've known Ronnie for a few years now, actually back to when I had a fashion retail consulting practice. And she'll tell you all about that later on on the podcast. But I've been keeping up with Ronnie through social media, particularly Instagram, and I am just blown away with all of the growth and evolution that she has been going through in her life. When I connected with Ronnie, she was a jewelry designer, and now she still designs amazing jewelry, and she has built an amazing community of women and provides value to that community by fostering and supporting their growth spiritually, their growth, you know, emotionally, and also as entrepreneurs. So we'll talk more about that later. But really, the reason why I wanted to have Ronnie on the podcast is because of the honesty and the excitement and abundance that she comes with everything that she does. If you want to get a daily dose of energy, optimism, just all around enthusiasm for life, Ronnie is the person to follow on Instagram. If you're having a bad day, look at her stories and you will crack up. And I just love that attitude that she brings into her life, into her community, because it's so easy for us to kind of get distracted with the day to day, you know, with what's not going right. Um, So having an energy like that, you know, present on social media is so important because a lot of times a lot of us, you know, might compare ourselves to other people um, or judge our lives based on what we don't have. So I just really admire all of Ronnie's spirit, her abundant spirit and her honesty Her honesty is huge, her honesty with her community and her honesty with herself. Um, And that's something that we can all definitely use in our lives, you know, at any point in time. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you to my chat with Miss Ronnie M. Hi, Ronnie. Thank you for being here today. I'm so happy to see you. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm good. I mean, we were just talking about how it's been three years since we saw each other in person, but I feel like, I feel like I know what's going on with your life because I keep up with you on Instagram. Likewise. Likewise. I see your moves, girl. Thank you. Well, that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you in here because I'm loving the moves that you're making, you know, with the design aspect with your jewelry, with women empowerment, with spirituality. 
So before we get into that, the first question that I want to ask you, and this is something that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast is, when do you feel in flow? When do I feel in flow? You know, that's a, that's a question that can be at any time, right? Like I don't have a specific time that I feel in flow, but the one time or the many times that I feel most in flow is when I'm in line with my passion. And when I'm doing things that are in line with my passion or in line with creativity and curating something, community, product, brand, that is when I'm most in flow because I'm, I'm in continuance with what the universe is asking me to do, right? Whenever mm-hmm. I'm not in flow, it's typically when I'm doing something annoying or something that I don't want to be a part of, right? Because we do have those, we do have those things in life and we're like, okay, I have to do this because it's what I have to do, but it's not necessarily something that's in flow with what you want to do. So anytime I'm doing something that I want to do and that I crave to do, that is when I'm most in flow, Mm -hmm. but that can be at any time of the day. I mean, I could wake up and not be in flow and be like, well, I have to go take my, you know, I have to pack a lunch and I have to get the kids to school or whatever have you that's not in flow because that's not Mm -hmm. something I'm necessarily passionate about, but when Mm -hmm. I'm doing things that align me in my purpose, Mm -hmm. that is when I feel most in flow. Yeah. You're in flow with yourself. You're in flow with your purpose. I love that. And I love the fact that you mentioned it could happen at any time and it, you could also fall out of flow at any time. A hundred percent. I mean, we're human. You know, there's going to be days when we don't feel like doing much. There might be days when we feel like we're the most productive. It's just about being in tune with your passion and your purpose. And when you're Mm -hmm. finally in tune with that, it's like everything else just falls into place. Mm -hmm. So speaking of passion, right? You're a designer, you're an entrepreneur, Um, you are leading and founded a women's group that is all about connection and growth, right? You're doing so many amazing things. Can you tell us about each of these projects and how they all came to be and how they all work together to foster your purpose? So when we first met, I was doing pop-ups and trunk shows when I was, yes, I actually did one of your pop-ups, one of your markets that you did in downtown LA. And we had connected because I registered for one of your workshops, your online virtual workshops that you were mm-hmm. kicking off three years ago before this workshop, the virtual game was even real girl. You were right <laughs> kicking it up. You were, you were the OG builder of the virtual sessions. And I had signed up for that. And, you know, I have evolved and as I have evolved And as you've witnessed too, because we've been connected this entire time, as I've evolved, I've been able to build community Mm -hmm. and it feels, it feels just right to me to not let that community fall by the wayside, right? Like I have one Mm -hmm. of two choices. I can stay in my lane as a jewelry designer and just be a jewelry designer until I'm blue in the face or the clients and relationships I'm building which I have, which every person who's a designer or whatever you're doing, you build clientele, even in real estate, you build clientele. Mm -hmm. You can choose to take those people along with you. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I've done. I've been able to integrate my passion for jewelry, my passion for design, take my clients along with the journey with me and, and be honest and available to that honesty 
right? Like, as I have evolved, I've been able to share my story with others. And so being able to be forthright and to be honest has been able to build additional community, additional um, avenues for me to build the workshops that I do, you know, Mm -hmm. outside of the four walls of maybe my brick and mortar in Claremont or my online Mm -hmm. shop that you get to shop 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. There's Ronnie, who is also a community advocate. And with the workshops and the most recent project I'm working on, the Female Maker Market, which is a collective of female makers and business owners that are female or identify as female, um, it's it's been in line with what I've been doing this entire time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I've just taken current state jewelry maker and incorporated community into the piece of what Mm -hmm. I do. And it's built not only a community, but it's also built a revenue stream for me that Mm -hmm. I may not have ever envisioned being a revenue stream for me, maybe the three years ago when we first met. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely did not expect you to be doing what you are doing because as an outsider, sometimes it looks like all separate things, but now hearing you explain it, 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 it all kind of fits together beautifully. You know, it's not like the jewelry has nothing to do with the female maker community or vice versa. It all fits together. So does that, does that equal to you feeling, I don't know, because sometimes people might think like having more than one project makes you feel overwhelmed. Do you ever feel like that? Or does it kind of feel pretty natural. normal to you? Yeah, natural. Natural. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a person who's very good at wearing different hats. You yeah. Know, I, I spent 14 years of my life in leadership, leading teams. And I I led big teams. I led, you know, teams at Target, Sephora, uh, different, different big companies that I led different teams. So I was forced to wear many different hats at one time. And so for Mm -hmm. me, it's natural. It's natural, but not for everyone, right? Like not everyone is a natural leader. Not everyone has the capability of, juggling more than one thing. But for me, coming up in leadership was like one of the biggest things for me that it helped build the the building blocks in order for me to do the multiple facets that I do. Mm -hmm. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Like I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Like I have, I have commitments um, outside of the normal, you know, design world or everything that I do with my community. But I definitely think that being able to handle this multifaceted diamond of projects that I have, um, I never confuse it with something I have to do. It's something oh, I get to do, right? That's like amazing. I, I get to do these things. I get to have the community. I get to have the projects and the different things I'm working on. And, and not everyone can say that. And I get that. But it's when you finally release the fact that it's no longer a chore Mm -hmm. and it becomes a passion, then it becomes an automatic. And that goes with anything you do, right? Like if you create a chore in your life, it's an everyday habit. 
But when you break the habits and you create rituals and things you're passionate about, then abundance will flow automatically. Mm-hmm. No, that's a really great perspective. I've definitely felt that because as a mom, as you mentioned, yeah. you, sh- you know, you have a lot of shit going on, on top of a job or a business that you're running. And so sometimes I'll catch myself feeling just a bit stressed out and saying to myself, oh, why do I have to do these quote unquote mom things? Oh, now I have to clean her room or now I have to give her a bath. And when I think about it, I'm like, wow, I get to be a mom. A lot of women don't get to be moms and they want to be moms. Mm -hmm. And so kind of going through that reframing process is a very powerful and also important um, exercise to do when I'm, when I myself am feeling like I'm not looking at what's really abundant right in front of my face. So Mm -hmm. that's a great reminder that you told Mm -hmm. us right now. Mm -hmm. I'd love that. Um, so I also was looking at your Instagram recently, um, and I saw that you have an upcoming retreat happening. Is it in Santa Barbara? I believe. Yes. Or, okay. So tell us about that because it sounded so cool. So Sam, so I've been hosting, this is a second day treat, mm-hmm. um, that I'm hosting. This one is in Santa Barbara and I do it with a partner, a very beautiful sister of mine that I met through my spiritual growth. And I met through my, um, you know, community. Her name is Viviana of Love's Gravity. She is a intuitive and she helps women rise in their power um, intuitively. And so we've created a space. It's a day treat, meaning it's a one day Mm. event or workshop where you can come and have multi- healing sessions with different healers and you know girl like I can't even tell you honestly in a world of virtual everything I know everything is virtual right now it's so special to have a space where it's in person and I have thought high and low to make sure that I provide that space for the community and that I provide that space for women to come together. And the Santa Barbara day treat is one of those spaces where it is sacred and it is special and it is in person. And, um, we held our first day treat last November and sold out all of the spots and God bless this next day treat. We were able to do the same. And this one is focused on, uh, yeah, this one is focused on sacredness and sexuality. And mm-hmm. I think that's an entire new podcast in, in itself to talk about oh, yes. detachment from those two things with the sacredness and sexuality for women in, in particular. But the workshop in general is for women empowerment. It's for community. It's for women to come together and leave behind the bullshit and just be together in a space that's safe. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to create that space. And so the March day treat is in Santa Barbara. It's, you know, an all day thing. And we're just blessed to be able to have this space. Um, it's a private complex. It's going to be dope as fuck. And we're just yes. like, I wouldn't expect excited. anything less from you, honestly. <laughs> I, it, it's going to be fun for sure. I know yeah, that. 
Yeah. It'll be, it'll be dope, fun, entertaining and uplifting. Maybe a lot of, not maybe a lot of healing, maybe some crying because right. So like why that subject, why that topic? So for me in general, just being in tune with what is being called um, for us this year as a feminine collective, I meditate, I ask God for guidance. And last year, our day treat was focused on feminine and it was called fall into feminine. So we focused on exercises with femininity and getting back in tune with that. And this year is really about recreating the space of sacredness and recreating the space of sexuality. So many women struggle with sexuality, even in their own relationships with their spouses and being able to crack open, maybe not even the first layer of the egg. If we're talking about like a hard boiled egg and how it has the shell and then it has, you know, the yolk and it has the different layers. When we're talking about that as the feminine, we've barely cracked the top coat of the shell for the feminine, in my Mm -hmm. opinion right? Like with us rising and with us doing the things that we're doing and us being empowered, we've barely even, we've barely even cracked the shell. We haven't even taken off the shell and said, now we are at the first layer of this egg. And the shattering of ceilings doesn't necessarily need to be just, you know, this, this, worldwide thing where we're shattering ceilings and political offices or hope, you know, workplace, yeah. workplace or business, because that's all masculine energy. When you mm-hmm. think about it, mm-hmm. being divinely feminine is about sacredness, is about sexuality, is about feeling comfortable in that shell. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for us, we have different practitioners coming, healing practitioners that are opening up that gateway for women. And I think it is needed, Mary, because this is a deal. We spent an entire year last year, basically away from the things that we crave community, friendships, girlfriends, sisterhood, you know, and, and so for this year, I genuinely feel like it's reintroducing yourself to yourself. Mm. Who am I? Who am I? What do I love? Who do I love? What makes me feel sacred? What makes me feel sexual? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, so for, and so for me, it's like, it's like the unveiling of that egg. And it's also the, un- it's like peeling away that right. onion. The, I think the different layers. I think it's so necessary because, because we've been away for a year, right? That for sure, that isolation has forced a lot of us to look within, to examine what we're doing, how we're living, how we're thinking, how we're acting. And some of us may need support to unpack that because that could have brought up a lot of past traumas that could have brought up a lot of beliefs that we didn't even know existed. And I'm sure a lot of that is rooted in feminine sexuality or traumas of the feminine, right? So many women have been sexually abused and they never spoke about it. So many women are going through challenges with their sexualities between their partner, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't really been that sacred circle 
that sacred space that women have been able to go to because of the pandemic. So I think this is so needed. You're right. I totally agree with you 100%. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a special, it's a special place that we're creating. And, you know, Santa Barbara, when you think of the coast, you think of a place that is um, water energy. Yeah. And for me being a very spiritual person, water energy is cleansing. And Mm -hmm. for many people who are just stepping back out into the public and just getting back out into community, you know, cleansing of any of the old energy is needed. And so it just felt right. Um, you know, Santa Barbara is nowhere near where I live and it's nowhere near like down the street for me, but I, I wanted it and we wanted it. Me and Viviana wanted it to be a destination where women not only feel like they're getting away, yeah, but they're also experiencing. It's like they're getting away, but they're coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And the water is very feminine because it has that flowing energy and it's also strong at the same time. Like water Mm -hmm. can carve through rocks and mountains. Mm -hmm. So I love that metaphor that you guys came up with choosing Santa Barbara. There you go, sis. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to be looking at your stories for some (laughs) behind the scenes because I found out about it. I know. I was like, what is this? And then you tell me it's sold out. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you know, as you mentioned, you're a mother, right? You're a business owner, a designer. You do a lot. So tell us how you keep it all together. Like give us some tips or advice about women who might need, you know, some Ronnie wisdom to help them with their multifaceted life. I pause. <laughs> I pause. Because honestly, and I know- girl, you are super positive, super funny, vibrant. So I even want to know. I pause. I pause. I pause for myself and I, and I honor myself and I don't feel guilty about it. You know, so many times women in business get caught up in the day-to-day that they forget to pause. Like today I had to pause. I had to just get back in center with myself, enjoy the things, do the things that I needed to do today to make my soul and myself feel good. And I don't do it all the time. It's not like I'm pausing every week for myself, Mm -hmm. but I'm also valuing that a break is okay. Mm -hmm. a break is okay. And it's also okay to postpone or say, how about we do this another day? Or how about we do this another time? Because I also have to honor my time and my energy. And if I'm exhausted, I'm not going to give a hundred percent. And I live off of coffee and vodka. I will tell (laughs) you that. I swear sometimes I'm like, holy shit, I didn't drink any fucking water today, but I've had a shit ton of <laughs> vodka. Um, no, and I'm legit not an alky either. Like I'm not an alky. I just live off of coffee and vodka. And like, obviously vodka is made for the weekends, but coffee is like my go-to. Mm-hmm. And not that that solves all, but I do take a break and I do honor myself and I do value that time because that pause 
can open up so many more doors of abundance, right? right. And so being able to, to take that time for yourself is probably one of the things I hear most from so many women that do so many things. Mm-hmm. Have you taken the chance to pause? Right. And if you're and if you're pouring yourself into 10 buckets, but you're fucking empty, like how do you expect yourself to continue to pour into those 10 buckets? You have to pause. Yeah, you really you can't. You're selling yourself and everyone else short when you do that too, because like you mentioned, how are you supposed to give off your best work? <laughs> how are you supposed to give off your best work when you're empty? You can't. It's it's unrealistic. I mean, I really admire the fact that, you know, you in terms of just getting Ronnie on the phone, she's a busy woman and she could have totally just, you know, dismissed me or flaked on me and not show up, but she was honest. She postponed her call, you know, she honored the time that she wanted to have fun and she honored the time that she needed more time. And that was fine with me because it worked for my schedule. I didn't take it as an insult. I didn't take it as Um, Oh, she doesn't take me seriously. No, I admire the fact that she was very honest and very upfront about what she needed. Because to me, that is the ultimate kindness. Being clear and being upfront with what you need. Okay, let's just be clear and honest. When, When we were supposed to schedule our call, I was having brunch with my girlfriends and I had a one too many mimosas and we ended up at a sex shop. Which was totally hilarious when she sent me the pictures of the dildos. Okay, this is this is the deal. Okay, Mary, this is the deal. Let's just talk about honesty. I ended up with my girlfriend at a sex shop. By the way, I haven't been to a sex shop in like, oh my god, years. Right? Have things changed? And- have things well you have to wear a mask and you have to sanitize your hands but like no everything's the same it's this dark eerie place with a bunch of big dildos all over the walls and and vibrators and things I was like oh my god I feel like I'm an old bitch in this freaking shop whenever I go into a sex shop I always feel like I'm a teenager who's not supposed to be there like oh my god right but then, but like, then it's so fun because you're like, <laughs> it's it's so taboo. You feel you're like, like you're, I, you're like, do I really need another butt plug? <laughs> right, right. Or do I really need another vibrator? Oh, this is a pink one. <gasps> Five speeds. Let's hmm. do it. <laughs> Why not? No, it was hilarious when you sent me that picture. I'm like, she's not bullshitting. <laughs> I legit like I was enjoying my pause (laughs) I maybe enjoyed it a little bit too much but I enjoyed the pause and I honored that and I was honest about my pause today with you originally supposed to record and then I was like yo girl I'm in a dick store (laughs) (laughs) can't do an interview in a dick store exactly exactly (laughs) well thank you I appreciate that um okay so coming out of the dick stories, let's, let's talk about some of the biggest lessons you've learned in your life. Share one of them with us. Ooh, letting go of the fear. 
number one. Mm. That's, that's probably one of the biggest things for me, letting go of the fear. You know, if I had just been braver and I had listened to my intuition for like the years that it was calling me to do the things that I loved when I was working full time and I was doing pop-ups with Mary and downtown LA and a loft and all the things. And I was having to report to work the next day. And it was like all the things that I was doing years ago, had I just released the fear and had I just listened to my intuition, that would have led to so many more doors to have probably opened. But I don't Mm -hmm. live, I don't live in the past, right? Like if we continue to live in the past, we would never be able to progress to the future. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest learnings is not allowing fear to dictate my next move. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always consciously opening up new doors. I'm not, I'm not closing them because I'm afraid. I'm opening them because I am afraid. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not closing them because I'm afraid. I'm opening them because I am afraid. And that's a different state of mind. It's a different state of mind because I've learned because I've lived and because I've been able to experience what real fear looks like and still have been able to win because I let that door open. I love it. Cause a lot of people say, don't be, don't be afraid, you know, don't be fearful, but fear really is just an emotion. It's not good or bad. It is our choice on what to do with that fear. No, and it is our choice. choice. Yeah. It's our, it's completely our choice. And what a lot of people forget is that fear has kept our species alive, honestly, because if it weren't for fear, you know, we would, we would not be scared of all the predators that were after us way, way, way back in the day. So I love that. Love that. Love that. Um, Describe your authentic self. Ooh, My authentic self is truthful. And one of the things, as you can probably attest to, because we have been connected for so many years, is I have been my authentic self by being honest and being who I am and not creating this facade of who this designer is. And sometimes I probably go a little too far, right? Like, Obviously, today I didn't post pictures of the dildo store on my story, but <laughs> I, have, I have created a brand, Ronnie M, that isn't just a brand of jewelry and apparel. It's a brand of a woman who has created and evolved because of her truth. Mm-hmm. And when you go to the competitors' Instagrams or people who do the same thing I do, you'll see a feed full of beautiful jewelry, beautiful things, beautiful curated goods, but you don't see the person behind the brand. Mm -hmm. And that is the one thing that I have continued to do is connect myself so closely to what I do that people don't only think of my brand because who's to say this jewelry designer is going to be a jewelry designer in five years or two years or one year. This jewelry designer could be walking across a grand stage, speaking in front of an audience of women, influencing them and creating a space of of truth and honesty of how I've done the same. Mm -hmm. And we evolve. We constantly are something new. Every second, every millisecond, we breathe life into our lungs. 
And what you are today, Mary, may not be the Mary you are tomorrow. And the Ronnie, the jewelry designer I am today may not be the Ronnie jewelry designer I am, or even jewelry designer in general tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And things change. Life can shift for me the second I get behind the car and I drive. Things can change. And so for me, being truthful about who I am and authentic and who I am and connecting myself to my brand so that people don't only follow me or however you want to say it on social media, they connect with Mm -hmm. me. And I think that connection is key. And it's a missing link that a lot of people have with their brands because people crave that ability to see who is that person who owns that business, who is that, you know, creator or curator of whatever it is they're doing. And so that's the one thing I've done that I, I definitely think is my authentic self is being honest and truthful in who I am. Yes. And if you want a daily dose of positivity and fun, (laughs) humor, definitely follow and dildos. Dildos is a new one now. All right. I'm going to be expecting, I'm going to expect that now on the daily You want a daily dose of dildos? I follow mean, Ronnie. That should be a podcast in itself. A daily dose of dildos? <laughs> DDD? <laughs> I think it's possible. I really do. Oh my do. God. DDD with Ronnie. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. No, no jokes aside though. Follow her. Um, <laughs> what is your, plug your Instagram handle. I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, it's, well, I have a few, but you can find me on my one central one. It's the Ronnie M, the okay. Ronnie M. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes because I have okay. one more question. Yeah, girl. Um, what is the most important thing that you want to leave us here today that you didn't get to? Mm. I'm going to go back to the one thing that came to me during a meditation years ago when I was, when I was dealing with fear and anxiety and I had left my job, my full-time job in leadership for stress leave. I had just conceived my second born, my son, and I had, you know, series of depression and things I was going through. And when I was in my meditation, the one thing that came to me was something that I anchor myself with. And the words that I've anchored myself with are, when you water your seeds with love and light, there your tree of abundance will grow. We all start off as a seed, no matter where we are in life, we have to plant the seed. If it's in a relationship and leaving a relationship, you got to plant a new seed. If it's leaving a job and starting a new job, you got to plant a new seed. If it's leaving addiction and going back to a clean space and a clean, a clean slate of life, you're planting a new seed, a new seed. And when you water your seeds, meaning your energy, your water, your energy flow into those seeds is love and light, meaning is love for self, is love for others, is love for passion and light, light of God, light of universe, light of manifestation. There, your tree, your tree, your roots, your bark, your branches, your leaves, your fruitful tree of abundance will grow. Abundance meaning 
unlimited flow of energy mm-hmm. to that tree, to that self. And when I, when I think of that, and when it came to me during my meditation, it felt natural, right? Water your seeds with love and light, and there your tree of abundance will grow. Mm-hmm. Because when you have dry seeds, you don't have a harvest. But when you have beautiful, fruitful trees, you have a harvest, abundance. And that, that's what life is about. We're so quick to start so many things, but if we're not watering all those things, and we're burning so many sticks and not catching a fire, then that leaves us empty, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we think of that tree, and when you look at that tree, it's yourself, it's the roots, it's the tree, it's the bark, it's the branches, it's the leaves, it's the fruit or the flowers, it's everything. Mm -hmm. And that tree sheds. And guess what? Sometimes you got to plant a new seed and that's okay. But like many people, I can burn many, 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 many things at the same time. And it's being able to water those specific seeds that I've been able to create that abundance in my life. And I think that's the one thing that I would leave your audience with this podcast. Mm, That was beautiful. I love that metaphor. So for those of you who want to connect with Ronnie, um, is Instagram the best way to do that? And how do they get your jewelry pieces into their hands? So you can, you can definitely connect with me on Instagram on there. It has the different handles and the different accounts that I've created. Um, that is at the Ronnie M. And then of course, my website is www.ronnie.com. R-O-N-N-I-E, M as in Mary, layering bar, layering like I'm on layer some bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bar like I'm going to get some vodka. Dot <laughs> 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 com. <laughs> I love Ronnie's bracelets because not only are they beautiful, they have meaning to them. And she explains the stones that she uses and the different materials. And there's a certain vibe that each piece comes with. So you can shop based on aesthetic or you can shop based on vibe. That's what I love about it. Intention. Absolutely. Yes. Intention. And you also have intention cards that you sent me. I do. Me. Yes. I do. I love those. Oh, well, Keep doing what you're doing, girl. You're doing amazing things, helping so many women get closer and deeper to themselves, which is so needed, especially now. Um, Best of luck to your day treat. This is actually the first time I've ever heard that word used. So have fun at your day treat. I know it's going to be amazing. (laughs) It's the opposite of a retreat. A retreat's like days. This is just one day. It's a little treat. Amazing. Day treat. I mean, blessings upon blessings to the day treat, to your life. Thank you for being here. And we're out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Mary. Well, there you have it, folks. That was my fun interview with the effervescent Ronnie M. I hope you were able to get some laughs, some wisdom, and just some all around positive vibes from that episode. And if you are called, I would love to invite you to rate and review the podcast so that more people will find out about Just Flow With It. Thank you so much for listening as always, and I'll see you back here 
for the next episode.